Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Wit and Reason with me, Dr. Alexis Moreno. Today, we're going to be going into the topic of self-care and wellness. We're going to be breaking down what exactly is self-care. I mean, we see the hashtag everywhere. Uh, and what is what does it have to do with wellness and our health and mental health and well-being? And so we're going to make sense of all of that for you today. And we're actually going to even be listening in to some people who were actively engaging in their self-care and giving us some tips on what they do to take good care of themselves and to improve their overall wellness and well-being. Welcome to Wit and Reason, hosted by psychologist Dr. Alexis Moreno. Dr. Moreno brings her expertise to providing smart and practical explanations on human behavior by interviewing diverse health experts regarding today's ever-evolving life and culture, turning social science and research into relatable, accessible, and useful information you can use. Listen now as Dr. Moreno brings a little bit of positive mental health to your day. Okay, let's talk about our self-care and wellness. So what exactly do we mean when we talk about self-care? We also have this this label also self-love. So when we're talking about self-care, we're discussing the behavioral action in showing yourself some self-love. And so self-care isn't just uh, an attitude necessarily. It's more of the action. What are you doing in your life to take care of yourself? So if you think of self-love as this greater meta con- concept, it's going to involve how do you feel about yourself? So emotionally experiencing affection from, for yourself. How do you think about yourself? Cognitively experiencing unconditional positive regard for yourself And what do you do for yourself? So here's where the self-care comes in. Behaviorally caring for yourself. So doing things to take care of you. And self-care is that action part for yourself, how you're demonstrating your self-love. So 
Although this is just one aspect of this greater concept of self-love, it is really important. So of course, in every thing we do, there's always going to be some kind of emotional response to it, our feelings. Uh, we're going to have some kind of thought associated with it, so our co- cognition. And then we're going to act in some way. We're going to have some kind of behavioral response. So definitely pay attention to how you're feeling about yourself and the thoughts you have about yourself, because that's going to then potentially impact how you treat yourself. So we should probably do another show just on self-love. But for right now, we're talking about this behavioral aspect of self-care. And that also relates to wellness. Because wellness is an active process through which people become aware of and make choices toward a more successful existence. At least that's the way the National Institute, the National Wellness Institute defines wellness for us. So we put them together in this show, self-care and wellness, because both of them are the action of what we're doing to take care of ourselves. Now, when we break down wellness, we are going to focus on different aspects of our life. And it could range, geez, let's see. It depends on where you're looking. Um, Some people kind of combine them. So it could be about like six different categories of wellness. Uh, Other people can kind of expand it a bit to about like eight. So let's just break it down to a few for us. When you're focusing on your wellness or your self-care, you can focus on your social wellness. So your relationships, whether that's your interpersonal friendship relationships or your relationships with your Um, family, your children, your um, intimate partner. There's also your physical wellness, and that will be your exercise um, or, you know, doing yoga, going to your medical care doctor, getting your flu shots, um, your vaccines, whatever you need, that's going to take care of your physical wellness. And then there's also the emotional side of you. So your emotional wellness, Uh, and that's going to be more about like, number one, bringing that to awareness that you do have an emotional side. And then number two, taking responsibility for those emotions. Definitely don't want to push them down, but you know, as we grow up and become adults, we do have a responsibility for regulating our emotional responses to things. So even if we are feeling pissed off, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're throwing a huge fit, right? So that's part of taking care of your emotional wellness. And then there's occupational aspect of your wellness as well. And that's going to be everything related to work. And we've had a few shows focusing on that. And on the other side of things, you also have your intellectual wellness. So you might get a lot of that from the work that you do, but your intellectual wellness is going to be more about um, stimulating your mind, questioning things, and continuing to maintain this um, this perspective of curiosity uh, in, in the world. So Doing things related to your intellectual wellness could be reading a new book or taking a new class. And that's not something that just stops at high school or college, Um, but in everyday life, you could definitely continue to stimulate your intellectual wellness. There's also spiritual wellness. And for some people, that means engaging in um, a particular religious practice. For other people, that just means taking time to reflect on your philosophy on life or learning about other people's spiritual or religious 
beliefs. Um, journaling can really help with engaging your spirituality or your spiritual spiritual side. Uh, two more aspects of wellness. One will be your environmental wellness, and that's going to be doing things related to your community or to the world. Um, we're fortunately talking more and more about our environment and what we can do to take care of our oceans and our forests, our trees. Uh, so engaging in that type of practice, whether that's going for a hike or um kayaking or cleaning up your neighborhood, all of that is going to be part of you taking care of your environmental wellness. And then finally, something that I think most people just prefer to avoid, financial wellness. Yep, that's a real thing. Because I mean, how can we possibly, in you know today's world and society, be healthy and well if our finances aren't in order? So attending to your finances, taking classes to learn more about budgeting or paying off those bills or loans um, or talking to like a financial counselor. All of those are going to be things you're actively doing to enhance your financial wellness. So there's a lot of things that we need to do to take care of ourselves. We're pretty high maintenance beings <laughs> in comparison to animals because we live in a crazy hectic uh culture and society. So it is going to be hard to find balance with all of these different aspects of our wellness. But the, the reality is, is that like, even though it's difficult to maintain balance in our life, the ideal way you can achieve um, wellness and overall well-being is if you are actively engaging in all of these aspects of your life. Go ahead and let that sit with you for a while. People don't like the B word. They don't like this concept of trying to find balance because it is very difficult to do, especially with today's demanding um, schoolwork or if you're out there in the working world, your day-to-day -day job and then your family needs. Um, but the reality is, is that as human beings, we do need all of these pieces of ourselves in order to um achieve our well-being. So again, it's going to ebb and flow in life. Hey, if you're if you're in school, I'm sure that's taking up a lot of your time. If you have a really demanding job, especially if you're early in your career, um, you're going to have really intense expectations of you if you're interning. So there are going to be times in your life where let's say the occupational uh, side of you is going to be taking a whole lot of time it is still important to try to weave in as much as you can, or at least just be mindful of your spiritual side and your social side and your physical side, because we just cannot survive on just one of those things alone. We need all of those things. Take that holistic approach in your wellness and in your self-care. And so one way you could do that is going out and what I like to try to do is try to do as many as I can in like one event. And so an uh, event that happens uh, pretty regularly, at least a few times a year, is the Fitness and Wellness Festival here in D.C. And what I love about that is here's an opportunity to go outside, work out, meet new people, so just socializing, 
Um, they even have yoga and meditation, which could, which could help with the spiritual side. Um, and for me, it's intellectually stimulating because I'm learning a bunch of new stuff. They have workshops there. So if you could go to an event that like hits on multiple aspects of wellness and Hey, more power to you. So what, what we did here at Wit and Reason is we set up a booth at the Fitness and Wellness Festival. Um, it was over in Arlington, Virginia. And we talked to attendees about like, hey, you're here. So it shows that you find your, your self-care and wellness important. Uh, how about you talk to our listeners about what are some life hacks, some tips uh, things that you do to engage in your self-care and, and let, let's talk about that some more. So let's go ahead and listen to, uh, the, one of the first attendees that, that we had an opportunity to talk to. Um, let's see. Now this person was really focusing on the mind body connection, which I love. So let's go ahead and hear what this person had to say about what they do to engage in their self-care. My name's Allison, um, and I'm one of the managers at a juice bar, local juice bar. Nice. And so what do you do for your own self-care? So for my self-care, I like to you know, maintain health and wellness. Um, I eat mostly Whole30, um, the Whole30 way, and I work out a lot. I do like bar and running, fitness. It really helps me um, maintain my energy levels and um, gives a boost to my brain. <laughs> um, and I also like to jam out to my favorite music. Oh, that's great. It definitely sounds like you understand that there is a mind and body connection because you focus a lot on like what you're putting into your body. And so that's great that you realize that. Have you always known that? Or is this something pretty new that you've started doing to help your wellness? Yeah, no, I mean, I have like anxiety and so it's, it's not something I've always done, but it, it really helped me. It helps me a lot in my treatment and maintenance. Um, something that I discovered, um, and I feel a lot better when I'm living that way. So that's awesome. And you notice a change. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay. So I love Allison's response on multiple levels. Obviously I was super crushing on the fact that Allison mentioned the mind body connection, when I asked Allison about like, okay, what do you do for self-care? Um, she mentioned that, you know, what she eats has an impact on how she feels. And that's totally on point. Now, I wasn't really clear on what the whole 30 diet is because it's hard for me to keep track of all these different diets. So I looked it up and um, apparently it's a nutritional program designed to change the way you feel and eat within 30 days. So if you're going to try any kind of new diet, definitely check in with your your medical provider. Um, and for some people, these types of diets are really helpful because it gives them the structure and maybe even the education that they need to better understand what foods are healthy and what are not and how does it impact their body. So you could take a look at it. I'm not too familiar with it, um, but I appreciate that Allison recognized that, hey, once I changed my diet and I started eating healthier, um, meaning like taking out junk food, uh, less sugar, less alcohol um, from her diet and in increasing the veggies she was eating, that she noticed she had a change in mood, which is very cool. And if you've ever started eating healthier in your life, um, you'll probably notice the same thing. So that was 
Very nice to hear from Allison. And let's go ahead and listen to what someone else had to say and their perspective on what they do for self-care. Um, hi, um, my name is Julie. I'm a web designer. When I'm stressed out, um, I like to walk outside and just kind of get a breath of fresh air, especially with the warm weather. And uh, yeah. That's great. Do you have any other life hacks that you do to maintain your wellness? Um, I like to sing karaoke. I have a karaoke app and uh, I also like to use a Calm app. They have some meditations on there that help me uh, calm down. Oh, I love that. Do you have any favorite songs that you sing, especially when you're feeling extra stressed and overwhelmed? I don't know. I sing everything. I don't know. <laughs> favorite singer? Because mine, okay, what I've been listening to lately, I don't sing it, but Cardi B has been my go-to person to listen to when I'm feeling a little tense and stressed out. How about you? What's your favorite person to sing? Right now, I think um, Billie Eilish, but I also um, like Lana Del Rey a lot. Oh, great, great choices. Thank you so much for sharing your life hacks and tips on how to maintain wellness and de-stress. Okay. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs> oh my goodness, Julie is like my favorite person. <laughs> that was such a creative answer to self-care. So, you know, people have mentioned before, you know, going for a walk. Again, like if you could hit several of those wellness factors. So if you're walking outside, you're getting your physical wellness taken care of. You're getting your environmental wellness taken care of as long as you're like paying attention to the environment where you're walking. And hey, if you bring a buddy, like a, a coworker or a friend, or you meet up with like a partner, then you're getting your social wellness in there too. So that that's something I hear pretty regularly going for a walk out in nature. Uh, the Calm app is something that a lot of people mention um, to use. So check that out. We'll have a link to the Calm app on our website at witandreason.com on this particular show page called Self-Care and Wellness. But the most creative thing I've ever heard was karaoke as a self-care practice, which was so much fun because it makes so much sense. Music, as we talked about on the show, does have an impact on our mood. So if we're listening to something like really chill and relaxed, we're going to start feeling chill and relaxed. You can even notice in how I changed the tone of my voice. Uh, if you're listening to something like really upbeat and peppy, then that's going to have an impact on your mood too. So not only was Julie listening to music, but Julie was really engaging in it and singing along. So karaoke was a fun self-care activity for her. If she does it with friends, again, taking care of that social wellness piece, um, depending what kind of music could be that spiritual, spiritual piece too, but just having fun. That's definitely a part of self-care. And uh, I'll have a recommendation for this. Uh, I don't know any particular like karaoke programs, but I do know on the Amazon Music app, when you're listening to your music, a lot of the songs will play the lyrics along with the music. So I was on a road trip recently with my husband and we were, I mastered, I'm going to go ahead and say like pretty much mastered Lizzo's music on this road trip because I was able to listen to it and then follow along using the Amazon music lyrics app and then just singing my little heart out. And that felt great. So Definitely give it a shot if you need a boost and you want to engage in some fun aspects of self-care, try singing along to some of your favorite songs. All right, let's see what someone else has to say about their self-care and wellness tips. Okay, so can you tell us your name and what you do? 
My name is Susie and I am a dental hygienist and a part-time yoga instructor. All right, you got a lot of things going on. So what do you do for your own self-care? Well, because I'm a yoga instructor, I have to follow a good practice routinely. If I do not have my own practice, there's no possible way that I'm going to be able to be in front of a classroom and teach people to do things that I'm not doing. So yeah, definitely more a lot of yoga and I've tried to tone, like eliminate a lot of technology before bedtime. That's a really tough one to do. So good for you for giving it a shot. How is it working for you to eliminate phone and electronics and everything before bedtime? Well, it is hard. Um, what I've been doing is I try to put my phone outside of my bedroom. I keep it in the kitchen or in the living room space. And because of that, I've been forgetting my phone and I go to work without it. And I feel really disconnected. And sometimes that's a very good thing. Yeah. Okay. So even though sometimes you forget your phone overall, it's been a really good and helpful practice for you. I think so. My uh, my phone told me that I have three hours less of screen time, so I think I'm pretty proud of that, and I feel good. I feel good. Okay, so Susie, like many of us, has our side hustle, right? So working at, uh, in the dental industry and then also working in, in yoga as a yoga instructor, it's got, got a lot of things going on, and so obviously as a yoga instructor, engages in yoga as part of her self-care. But what I was really impressed by was eliminating technology before bedtime. I have tried it, kind of, and it's tough. Um, so what a huge accomplishment. And what's cool about our phones these days is that it's tracking how frequently we use them um, to inform us and help us make better health life decisions. So she was able to track that, hey, by shutting down the phone, you know, what, 30 to 30 minutes to an hour before bedtime, she was able to start cutting out like three hours of tech time um, from her general routine, which is awesome. That's a huge accomplishment. And we hear all over the news and in the magazines that having that blue light from our phones in our face or from our TV in our face right before we go to sleep, not only does it make it more difficult for us to fall asleep, but we may not realize it, it does impact the quality of sleep that we have. So even though your eyelids are closed, you could still kind of like see flashes of light. And so that's going to disrupt your sleep cycle. So very good um, practice to have to increase her self-care and wellness. And let's go ahead and listen to one more person from the uh, festival, the Fitness and Wellness Festival in Arlington, Virginia. Let's see what this person has to say about their self-care routine. Uh, my name is Hector and I'm in property management. And so what's it like for you in property management? Is it is it pretty stressful? Oh man, uh, where do I go with that? Um, it's 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 tough, but it's always a learning experience every day. Um, it's it's tough because you have to play multiple roles, um, but that also I feel like keeps me sane. Not not there's not one day where I come into work and say, okay, well this is going to be just like yesterday. It's different. So it keeps things interesting, but sometimes could be a little stressful. So what do you do to de-stress? To de-stress, I would have to say. Um, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, but I'll like turn on TV and watch Flea Market Flip and just uh, kind of fantasize about what I can do with, with like my hands and 
furniture and stuff like that. But um, just kind of getting out of the uh, element that I'm normally in, um, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so you watch it and you fantasize about what you could do with your hands, but do you ever put it into action? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a goal that we could give you for today. So for part of your self-care challenge would to actually be putting those hands to use and doing something creative with them. Do you think you could do that? I think I could, but there's a there's another factor that wouldn't allow me to bring in, you know, vintage furniture and try to fix it at home. <laughs> Maybe we could start small with like a dollhouse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Any kind of creative activity is going to be great for you. So see see if there's anything you could start off with. Maybe a small craft crafty project. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, that'll that'll do. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for sharing. Okay, Hector, property manager, sounded very stressful, and his go-to was for self-care was watching TV. Now you hear me kind of like sigh about that because uh, watching TV, although it can um, help us like, I guess like passively relax. I mean, I watch a lot of TV and it just helps me turn my brain off, which is so nice. Um, But now when we're talking about self-care and wellness, the big thing was the engagement, the activity. So Things like sitting back and watching TV and zoning out, that's more of a passive kind of behavior. And what we're looking for is something that you have to willfully do. So you're really engaging in activity. So um, if you're listening to music, you want to really be paying attention to like the words and the beat, maybe doing some dance and some singing. Um, If you're watching TV fantasizing was cool about like building these things, but you heard me try to edge him a little bit more into the activity piece where it's like, cool, you have this interest and the hint of motivation. How about actually putting that into an activity? So now taking the next step of like, now that you're interested in doing some crafty projects, how about actually doing them? And that would really be engaging more of that self-care Peace. So we'll hopefully we could hear back from Hector to see if he was able to create anything with his hands, because I'm sure he's going to come up with something beautiful. All right. And in our studio here, we have our sound engineer, Jess. Hey, hey. Hi. So we talk a bit in between uh, recordings about the topics, right? Yes. Now, you were mentioning earlier that you just got back from vacation. Yes, I actually was so blessed to take an impromptu trip to Hawaii, and it was just so awesome. It was like four or five days, and uh, the week before, I, I just never would have imagined that I would be on that vacation. That sounds like such a cool opportunity, especially since it was impromptu. Yeah, everything came together perfectly and I had such a great time and it wasn't until I went out there until I realized how much and how badly I really needed that break. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we get so used to just kind of like pushing along in life and it gets really hard, but I'm so glad you took that vacation. That's very big part of self-care and wellness is taking those kind of breaks. But like you mentioned, yeah. we don't necessarily get that all of the time. So now that you're back in the studio, how are you yeah. maintaining that vacation mentality? 
Well, number one, I changed my screensaver. Really? <laughs> That's um, to the water in the island, a picture of the water in the island. But also, anytime I'm feeling like low, mm-hmm. I just go back and look at my pictures yeah. and I look at myself and I say, embody that spirit again. Yes. <laughs> that moment, you were so happy, you were floating on a cloud. We can get back there. Yes, exactly. And that's a great thing about vacations is that it's the gift that keeps on giving, you know? Yeah. We look back and think about all the happy memories and think, you know what? I'll make it through. Exactly. I can get back there. Exactly. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that, Jess. Okay. So you can put all of these self-care and wellness tips into action today. Visit witandreason.com to get access to some of the resources we shared on today's show and to connect with me, Dr. Alexis Moreno. Did you hear something on the show today that you relate to on a personal level? Share your story. Send us your recording on witandreason.com and we may be able to post it on our self-care and wellness show page to help others navigate how in the world do we balance all of these wellness needs. A special thank you to DC Radio. And of course, thank you all for listening. Stay posted on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Wit and Reason and DC Radio for our next show. I'm Dr. Alexis Moreno. Let's keep the conversation going. You've been listening to Wit and Reason with psychologist Dr. Alexis Moreno. For more information, visit witandreason.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.